Hello, welcome to Life with a Twist podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that takes a raw and unfiltered look at life, then you've come to the right place. So grab a drink and get ready to laugh with us and at us and our invited guests at all the twist life gives. Mel, so glad you're back for another episode of Life with a Twist. Thank you for having me, lady. Um, our drink of the week is the vodka elderflower gimlet. I have had many times, but I got the chance to make it for my dear sweet cousin Reba here using Mel's recipe, hashtag drinks at Mel's. Facebook drinks at Mel's. And um, yes, it was amazing. Reba, what do you think? Um, I loved it. I did not think I was going to like the elderflower. I thought it would be too overpowering, um, but I loved it. Not only the drink, but the bottle, like you mentioned on the last episode, Mel, is so gorgeous. Um, it is so pretty. It's like you want to use it for a decoration. It's it's a beautiful bottle. And then when you, un, you know, when you open it and you get that first whiff of it, it is the most, it's just an enchanting scent. It is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think, um, well, I, we bought it when we were at Reba's house, you know, her getting to experience the whole elderflower thing, you know, like we did, we got kind of got smitten with it and everything yes. we made for a good while was with elderflower. Even if you just put like a, just a little hint trip in something, it's so good. You got that tiny little, you got that tiny little bit of fragrance and it just changed your whole experience. So, yeah, I would have never tried it on my own, like elderflower. I would have like shied away from it. But I think also I like Mel that you're like, toss the gin, add the vodka. I am all about vodka in my drinks. And so I love the mix-ins that you do with vodka and that you're not afraid to to switch out the ingredients. Well, as if my uh, sweet cousin and I needed anything else to, you know, be similar in our love for vodka and Mel is a similar, but you like way more stuff than I do though. But I also understand that the more you try things, the more you get an idea of what they taste like. And the more you can vary it at that point, it's just like in cooking. If you know what something tastes like, well, then you know where you can vary it. Mm-hmm. So you got the you base. Have, you, you can make if you got the base, adjustment. I mean, if you have the basic recipe of anything, you can change it. Well, I didn't think I liked gin at all. Well, and just with, you know, being around her and she's so creative. Um, they make you the money. You found, I don't remember. You, uh, you found the Empress gin. Oh, there is the vodka. And it's the, em- or excuse no, me, pardon gin, me. Yeah. Excuse me. It is gin. Empress gin. And it is this beautiful indigo color. And it is absolutely breathtaking to the eye. But it is also very mellow in flavor. Have so you never can like use gin. it and so change good. it. Also, too, if you know what you're doing with gin, it doesn't necessarily have that piney, um, junipery flavor. There's a drink called the Money Penny that does that for you as well. So it just, I mean, you have to try things in order to figure out what you like. And I think be, by making cocktails, you really can get that experience. I'm just not like very creative. Well, fortunately for you. I am. I know. Now, I know I met Andy earlier. I wonder, have you guys had any twisted moments where you've made a drink and you've had him try it and it's turned out just like, he's like, Mel, what are you doing to me? Andy Marcy prefers a basic gin lemon drop, or excuse me, pardon me, a gin gimlet with lime and gin, right? And then simple syrup. And when I start varying it up, he's like, no, terrible. <laughs> go back to the good stuff. his his tastes are very he told me recently he's like 
I don't know what you're doing with all these drinks, but they're way too sweet. They're not my game. I'm like, okay, fine. So I, I know my audience. If he says to me, this Her is my audience is me. If he's, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, accurate. So if he says to me, this is what I want, I need you to make it, then I make it. But he has been my guinea pig on a lot of things, but his tastes are very specific. No, there's one thing you tried one time. You'd ordered something very specific. I'm trying to think what it was. Was Zardo in chartreuse? Yes, because it tasted like I went outside and ran my mouth across every herb in the garden. Oh, it, it's um. So but was I, that a good thing or a bad thing? No, Rachel, like, did you want to do that? I did not want to. So I um I know that um I know that gin is not Rachel's forte, and thankfully I have a guinea pig in my life, and the guinea pig I live with. Andy Marcy was like, "Try it, why not?" So I had ordered. I think it was Luxardo. Luxardo is the is the um, liqueur they use in Luxardo cherries and like maraschino oh, cherries. Oh yeah, it's very specific oh, and those flavors. Cherries are so amazing. And I made a drink, and I think it was called the Last Word, and it was an old tiny drink, and it was like Luxardo and Chartreuse and something else. Oh hi, baby. And Chartreuse. And Rachel and I tried it. Like most. Yeah. yeah. Um, Luxardo is made no, by no, Monk. The Chartreuse. Oh, Chartreuse yeah. is made by Monk. <clears throat> Something. There's beautiful stories behind all these things. But Rachel and I tried it. We were like, yep, yeah, nope, nope. No, I don't waste. Nope. I don't waste. It's too drink. I did. Mouth. <laughs> I did. Uh. It was not a good thing. But I mean, I'm I'm very open to trying all these drinks. I tried a drink called the Mary Pickford, which was like like aperitif and um, all these things that I had to find all the recipes in it. I tried it just because it's worth, I mean, it's worth doing, right? Yeah. I mean, you, that's how you figure out what you like. I hated it, but my God, I tried it. Yeah. You know, um, two things uh, before we close out this segment uh, for hashtag drinks at Mel's is our, maybe about six months ago, my husband and I went to Vegas and my daughter-in-law wanted to go to this bar called Vanderpump Rules. I guess there's like oh, a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's really like frou-frou. We had yeah. to get on the waiting list, all these. I was slightly disappointed there weren't real dogs walking around in there. There were only pictures because I had this whole mm. vision oh, yeah, in my mind. has like all the, yeah, fluffy yeah. little dogs. But I say all this to say is they had some really, I think, good cocktails uh, mm -hmm. that they offered almost like uh, Mel, you were mentioning that like al alchemy or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, or alchemist yeah. anyhow. And so I was looking at the menu and like all of it was just way too frou-frou for me and way too like everything. Cause it wasn't vodka. And so I saw this one drink and it said it had one of the ingredients was black cherry. And I was like, I love black cherry. That's yeah. the one I'm getting. Uh, but it says it's for two people when you order it. And I thought, okay, well, I'm That's just going to try. Yeah. yeah and so I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm in Vegas, Vanderpump Rules. I'm doing whatever. I'm doing whatever I want. So the waitress comes up. She's taking the order and the two folks that were with me order sangria. And then she gets to me and I'm all like reading off whatever the name of this drink was. And she's like, oh and I'm like wait a oh, second that's never good that's never <laughs> good maybe I don't like that you just said oh, <laughs> oh like I know what I'm doing and she's like that's a great choice and I'm like hmm. is it you're making me question myself I know, I know yeah so she brought it out and it's in like this 
like it's on this like plat like wooden platter it has this big bell dome on it and inside it yeah Uh. and inside it was this little like decanter and my glass with like the square ice cube with the chair fancy like with the three black cherries (laughs) like there was not even black cherry juice and when she brought it out and she was like i'm so impressed that you ordered this not a lot of people know what it is and i was like agree don't know don't know. <laughs> I don't know but it was really like the presentation the alchemy of it all it was yeah, that's fun such a delicious whiskey was it? like Ooh. some sort of like whiskey something and i told her i said i have to confess i didn't know what the hell i was ordering it just said black cherry you so don't I'm even like, drink whiskey do you i don't i yeah. don't and so Ooh. they're like chug it <laughs> the people i'm with are like chug it and i'm like I would be on the floor if I chugged this, but I was, yeah, I was kind of sad that no one was there to appreciate it. Like my husband wasn't there to appreciate it, but I was like, okay, so I'm not as cool as you think. Also only drinking two sips of this, you know, $100 (laughs) drink that I just ordered because it was really expensive, but I'm like, it's got black cherries and nothing else sounds good. Must be good. Yeah. Must be good. I think you're right, Mel. Men like drinks that are just for them. We're going to be doing a future episode called Boys Will Be Boys, and we're going to have our husbands on it. And Nelson has already requested, please make sure that Mel does a dude's drink of the week. Maybe a whiskey for that week. I can do that very easily. Actually, very well. Good. My family... Uh, they're addicted to your um Manhattan. I make a Manhattan oh okay that you don't have to go to Manhattan to feel like you're in Manhattan oh nice Nelson will love that so yeah don't we worry love it. I legit make an amazing one okay and, yeah and to be fair if you're going to take whiskey or bourbon based I can really take it away I can really take it a good place so yeah. you tell me I make it happen I just I just keep her sequestered over here in vodka <laughs> right you don't, That's you what don't. I I'll wondering. share her guys I'll share her mm-hmm. she can like she'll, she'll flourish getting to like you don't defeat my creativity you just make me go really amazing places I mean I'll stick work. my tongue in it oh all right well you do you boo. <laughs> I'll try it thank you for joining us on this episode to share with Thanks us for having the me. vodka elderflower gimlet well thank you guys for joining us this week as you can see our episode as promised last week is shit happens it literally literally does too frequently every day and sometimes it's like you have a poop partner i swear i have pooped more since you've been here (laughs) than i have since I left your house I last wish month. you were the first person to tell me that but apparently I bring that out in everybody so. I don't understand like, so if you're ever plugged up give me a give just, me a call just come down for a visit or fly you up here no it's serious I was like I was laughing this morning because I've already been three times maybe because like when we're together we just kind of eat differently maybe when we know. do sometimes I don't know I eat donuts every day <laughs> okay it's just me no right. I do no I don't know I don't feel like I do but maybe maybe it's just mm. all the excitement my guts are happy nice. <laughs> so I was looking up some facts I was thinking about like poop happens oh I have so many I do too I have so many <clears throat> I'm like callous they're not even that embarrassing anymore <laughs> I don't know mine like if it were to happen 
again, I'd still be, I mean, I'm still mortified. Yeah. Every time I go into a bathroom stall, I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, first of all, public restrooms scare me, just period. I think I've texted you that before. Why are they so scary? And I've heard women give warnings. <laughs> like this one lady was like, gosh, he said something like some sort of like air raid was about to happen. <laughs> Did you see the article or whatever about that guy in like a, a Lowe's or something? And he said something about a bomb's about to go off. <laughs> and they thought like, oh my God, evacuate. Evacuate. No, bombs. he was just about to take a bad dump. A bad dump. Yeah. Happens to all of us. Right. Yet so many of us are embarrassed to talk about it. So random fun fact. Did you know that according to the folks that this is their job to determine this, um, that the average person uses 8.6 sheets of paper per use. 8.6. I feel like that's not my number. Well, I mean, I prefer wipes. So. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. Okay. So do my children. Yeah. Yeah. My husband does. I know, I, I, know does. I use his bathroom for that purpose. wipes <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so then they took it a step further and they said that men use 17.2 sheets per day, 120 sheets per week. Hmm. Interesting. So I thought when they went to women, I knew it would be a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit. Mm -mm. Five times Ooh. almost. Women use 76.2 sheets per day. 533 sheets per week. Jeez. Hmm. I don't know if that's because we go to the bathroom more. Do we? We have more white parts to wipe oh, too. Yeah, we have two <laughs> times too. Um, I'm notorious for using way too much. Better too much than too little. Well, Nelson, he can use just two sheets. No. There's no chance I'm so risking he's my finger going through. No. <laughs> his poop under the nail been there done that not cool Did also do it. you wad your toilet paper or do you fold it a little bit of both I okay. fold it until I get impatient and then I just wad it up I'm just a water okay you're a water Kyle's yeah. a folder have you ever like I do this often and it's in public restrooms again nemesis <laughs> public restrooms and their toilet paper super thin there oh, yeah, that's the worst so it's like <laughs> I use the first set of toilet paper and then I'm realizing as I'm wiping that that's not going to be enough, but I don't want to risk stopping the toilet up. So I will throw it in the trash can oh. and go for round two. Do gotcha. you do that? I'll probably just like do, do a mid flush. Oh, a mid flush. Yeah. Okay. I got an infection one time from a mid flush. Ooh, yeah. That's a problem. So no more mid flushing for me. <laughs> Oh, life. But yeah, I was really surprised to see that we as women uh, use more toilet paper than men do. But I think you know that it's that we have two spots to wipe down. More parts. Yeah. This week in our twisted moments for the week, uh, Rachel and I were thinking about all the times our poos have gotten twisted just things you don't expect and so she and I are going to share with uh, you guys one of our most humiliating mortifying experiences uh, when it comes to poo 
there's just so many. I know the one that I'm going to share with you guys today is one that I told my sister-in-law at Thanksgiving and we were laughing and I told her, I said, I wish this was the only one I had. Yeah. <laughs> they are endless. I know. I, I feel you. Um, I even get involved in other people's poo situations. Oh, uh, they're so kind. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to, but I do. Um, my most embarrassing poo moment again public restroom I don't know why I don't know why but I've heard you you tell me all the time my stomach knows yeah when yeah I've left the building mm -hmm. um I was at work and I needed to go to the restroom but I delayed like I'm in control of my bowels my bowels sure. are not in control of me <laughs> and so um, have you ever like walked by a stall at, in a public restroom and you like push the door open and you see it and you're like, how does that happen? <laughs> how? Like there's poo on the walls. There's poo on the toilet, literally poo everywhere. And a lot of toilet like, paper. Are people doing handstands while pooing? Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't Dipping it out of the toilet, wiping it on the wall. Well, after this experience, I know how it happens. <laughs> I know <laughs> well, fill me in. exactly how it happens. Um, so I had to go to the restroom and I had delayed. And then finally, by the time I got to go, I'm really squeezing my cheeks together <laughs> <laughs> to make it do like the penguin walk mm. to get to the bathroom. And I think I'm going to make it. But you know how when you go to like, I had a skirt on and so I was pulling my skirt up and my underwear down and it's like your butt nose like <laughs> you were this close yep. to the toilet so as I was pulling my panties down exploding <laughs> I didn't make it my butt got too excited for the toilet mm -hmm. I was mortified because <laughs> shit shot everywhere <laughs> everywhere it was on the toilet it was oh in my, my panties God. it was on my tennis shoes Oh I, my god! I had on like a, a like a sweater. It was all over the back of the what sweater. What do you do? Because you know, I've I've had to throw my underwear away yeah. a time or two, but you can't throw your whole outfit away. Uh, so I threw the underwear away. Uh -huh. I threw the socks away. <laughs> I threw the sweater away. Nice. But the trash cans in the stall are not that big, right? So it's just like all hanging out. Nice. And so. Um, I did that, but I still had problems because I had on a beige skirt. Oh God. And then even there was still poo on the shirt. I don't oh know what God. happened. I mean, I know I was really like people walking violently in there and um, literally shit was everywhere. So I get myself together, but I don't want to come out of the stall because people may have heard it. And right. sometimes I worry that people are like hanging around or did they look at my shoes? I'm always scared. Somebody's looking at my shoes. Almost want to have a set just for the, the bathroom. The <laughs> my poo shoes. <laughs> Your poo shoes. I love it. Oh my God. That's so funny. I do. Cause I try to like hide my feet when I'm right. there so nobody can see. And so, um, I, I knew that it was a desperate situation and I was in a Walmart bathroom when this happened and this occurred. Oh God. And I thought, what am I going to do? Cause I literally have crap all over my shirt <laughs> all over my white like they were these, like mm. white canvas kids oh my gosh um and I thought to myself do I wash my hands do I go to the sink do I just make a run for it like and and she worked there at the time too and I thought 
do I just like try to get to Anne because she worked in the clothing department? And um, so I made the decision that I was just gonna forego the hand washing because I needed something to cover me. Like I'm not standing at the sink with right. my poop on my skirt. Right. Um, but as I exited the bathroom, the stall, the door was still kind of ajar and I looked in and it literally looked like <laughs> the oh, bathroom that I've, yeah, that I've passed many times going. I wonder how that happened. And I'm like, hmm, I know how that happened. Oh, man. So I made it to Anne and just as I'm like, give me your jacket. <laughs> and she's like, what smells like poop? I'm like, don't ask me, give me your jacket. And so, um, that was a bad, bad day. That's rough. Bad day. So got home, showered, traumatized, laid on the couch. Trying to recover from your explosion. Mortified. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, who was I really embarrassed by? Because I don't know. I mean, as long as there's nobody in there, I've had to like, there's like, there should be a rule, like a handbook for the bathroom. Yeah. Like, if I need to poop, I don't want anybody to hear my noises. Mm-hmm. So I'll just sit in the stall and wait yes. for everybody to leave. Yes. But like you're in there trying to hold it and you're in a full on sweat so and wedding. got hives and all sorts of stuff, praying somebody leaves and do don't you, make eye contact with me either. No. Please. Do you think the the courtesy toilet flush, do you think that's a thing? Do you think that that helps? Uh like to let somebody know or no, like to like get to rid cover, of the, oh. to cover the, it's helpful. Cause I'll try to do it real quick before the smell, you know, mm-hmm. permeates the bathroom. Sometimes I wish I could be as free as other women that I hear go in there that just let her let rip. It go. <laughs> she could just let it go. I think guys do for sure. Like they don't care. Yeah. Except for my husband, he will not poop anywhere but home. Oh, really? No. Yeah, Bree's the same way. She'll be I dying. used to be. Yeah. I mean, like junior high, high school before all these stomach problems. Mm. Now it's like, I don't have a choice. You got to go. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. No time to wait. Your bowels are in control, huh? Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, where did your poo story happen? God, I don't even know where to start. I have so many poo stories. So I did, I did recently shart for the first time oh you did and everybody finds this with me and my crazy stomach amazing that I've never sharted before now a shart remind me what that is you try to fart and you let out a little a little little poop okay all right okay yep it was was it two thanksgivings ago we were in Port Aransas uh, with my in-laws and I was in the back no was I I was in the front seat my mother-in-law's in the back seat my kids are in the car Kyle's driving we pull up to like a stop and go um I think Kyle was going in to get like ice or beer or something and we're all waiting so we're sitting there and my stomach's hurting really bad and I'm like man maybe if I just toot a little and relieve some of the gas happening that like I'll feel better because I don't have to go into the stop and go and poop well you know I tried to let a little bitty fart in it definitely was not just a fart. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I should live by the mantra, do not trust a fart. Yes. Because you just never know. Well, so I immediately was like, Ooh, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, luckily my mother-in-law and I are very close and she has a great sense of humor. So I was like, Oh my God, I just sharted (laughs) and I've got to go in. 
So I get out of the car and I'm like waddling in because I don't know like what damages happened yet. Really, how much? Yeah, couldn't assess the situation. So I'm waddling in and I see my husband and all I do is point to the bathroom. It was like he immediately knew like, so yeah, I rush off, assess the situation. And then I come get back in the car and my mother-in-law is still doubled over with tears running down her face. She's laughing at me. So did, did you, did the panties survive the episode? No, no, no. Oh. Goners, goners. <laughs> and it's really bad because most of the time I wear a thong. Yeah. That's not good. That's not a good situation. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I wasn't sure if I was going to tell this story or not. This is where I got involved in somebody else's poop situation. Their poocident. And I, there are so many things that horrify me about the situation, but long story <laughs> short, PTSD. I do, I do, I do. We, um, we were eating at Papa's barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, there in Houston and Bree had to go to the rest- restroom. She wanted to wash her hands after eating. And so she's in there washing her hands and we get ready to go out, but she's like, Oh, I didn't wash them good enough. She still felt something sticky. So she went back there, but I was holding the door open uh, because I'd already thrown like the toilet paper or the paper towel away. And this old man's coming through in a walker and he is cussing like a sailor (laughs) trying to get all these series of doors open to the bathroom. And Bree's looking at me and he's just cussing the whole way in. (laughs) And then even when the door closes to the men's restroom, you can hear him in there. God damn motherfucker. God, shit, fuck, shit, fuck. (laughs) And Brie about that time steps out into that little exit way. And she's like, mom, what's that smell? I'm like, I don't, maybe that old man. And so then we open the door and I look down oh God. and there's poop no. on the floor. No. Like golf ball size no. turds. <laughs> And then I was okay at first. And then we take another step. And you know how Papa's you line up oh, at yeah. like the front? One of the customers, their shoe print was in one Stop. of the golf balls. I went, because <laughs> I can't handle like human feces. Right. Okay. Old person. And so we're going back to the table and there's an entire golf Stop. ball. He left trail. a little poo trail. All the way to the four ladies that he was sitting with at the table. (laughs) And nobody helped grandpa. Did they notice what was happening? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if they realized. But surely, as I'm going, Nelson, they were alerted. Nelson's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, this guy pooped on the floor. And he's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? Like, we're leaving right now. We're out. We're out. And um, he was just rolling down his leg. I guess I so. The logistics of this. So. Well, so Nelson's like, you should probably tell somebody because there's like human <laughs> poo on the floor. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so I go up to like, the to, like checkout person and I'm like, <laughs> someone pooped on the floor. He's like, what? They're like an animal? I go, no, a customer. A customer pooped on the floor. And I'm like, and I go, and one of these customers in the line stepped in it. Because all I can think about is now on Papa's barbecue floor, there's just shit. 
everywhere. And that is not good everywhere. for business. It is not good for business. So they get on the like little no, loud thing and stop. they're like, um, blah, blah, blah. Can you do a cleanup in the front of this, whatever? Yeah. And I'm like, whoever they are, they're quitting. <laughs> I was going to say, I would just be like, I quit. I am out. And so I'm walking back to the table to get my things because we need to exit immediately because I'm about to vomit. Didn't they really have a situation? Poop and puke. Yeah. And so the whole way back to the table, I'm trying to like, but I can't. When you have a gag reflex, and that'll be one of our future episodes, you can't, you want to. So I'm like, (laughs) the whole way back to the table, we get Brie, we go outside and I'm like, you have to get your mind on something else and the security guard walks up and she's like are you okay and I'm like no (laughs) (laughs) so Brie so the the grandpa he had on just like a t-shirt and like pajama like lounge pants and Brie like you was trying to figure out the logistics yeah I don't know how it happened and he's like mama did he not have on underwear like she said mama the boxers how does that happen and I go how it happened is he didn't have on his poop catchers (laughs) (laughs) she's like poop catchers and I'm like yeah his underwear and she's like is that what they're for (laughs) I mean (laughs) what else would they be for I was so mortified Rachel old old man needed a depends or something he needed depends and I'm like in my mind I'm thinking if I was with him I would have ran out of the building (laughs) or I would have helped him those are very extreme opposite reactions (laughs) (laughs) I know uh, but it's just another instance of our bowels are in control. Oh God, true story. Well, my mom and I always laugh because with my strange stomach, sometimes it just hits me. It's like my stomach knows I've left the house. You can't get to a bathroom. Now's when I'm going to be angry at you. So there's so many times when I'm like, pull over, pull over, pull over, you know, and I've like <laughs> dashed in somewhere like in a full panic oh. so we make jokes like we'll drive around and we'll just go hey mom I pooped there <laughs> hey pooped everywhere I pooped there <laughs> so one time she barely pulled into a parking spot like halfway in the parking spot and I was already jumping out running in annihilating the bathroom and getting the heck out before somebody before somebody like, knows have you ever been so desperate that um like at the gas stations when you go in they'll usually have like a single space for the women and a single space for the men have you ever been so desperate that you're like eff it which you're always taking seats. your life into your own hands going into the men's restroom but it's better than crap in your pants there are worse things yeah and that is shit in the pants exactly uh, and god forbid on the floor if you don't have poop catchers yep. on. so I also like think in my head because waiting in line to pick up Emerson from school inevitably I always end up needing to poop it's me or Everly one of us and you know it's like man I've been sitting here forever I don't want to like drive home just to poop and come back so it's like you're trying to talk to yourself and like ca- tell your bowels <laughs> to calm down and like have this whole conversation with your body so like I've definitely been in a spot a time or two where I'm like I better have a plan b like if this gets a little worse I gotta so I one time was rifling through my center console like please have a pull-up left in here my children are potty trained but like <laughs> 
please God, like let a pull-up be in here or something. And then it's like, how do I explain to my four-year-old who I'm like, don't you poop in your pants? I'm like, what do I say? Like, mama's got to use this diaper here. And then she'd go blab it to everybody. So luckily it hasn't gotten that bad yet, but. Do you, speaking of kids, like I'm trying to think back of Brianna, like once after she got out of diapers, I don't know that I can recall where she's had sort of a poop sedent. What about your kids? Have they, have they passed oh that my age? God. So, well, Everly has a horrible stomach, just like I do. And it's been, honestly, it's taken us four years to get her bowels to where she can go to the bathroom. Like she has such a tough time, but mm. I have picture evidence of an Everly poo explosion. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't want to tell me and just call me in there because she had filled her drawers up she was trying to get them off. Of course it runs, you know, she gets it all down her leg oh, and then her panties are laying on the rugs. So the rugs got poop, you know, and if everything she touches, she's getting poo. I mean, there was poop everywhere. There was a glob of poop hanging off the stool in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. So, so, you know, <laughs> me being the lovely mother that I am, I immediately snapped pictures of said incident while she's like dropped trowel and holding her ankles bent over. <laughs> Cause you know, you gotta, gotta be able to tell these stories, but oh yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's one of the worst things. And when I go into the bathroom and I have those moments, whether it's at home or it's in public, I feel like it's only me. Cause I've never, I feel like been in the bathroom while the incident is occurring bar grandpa. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, I have so many more, um, that, um, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I I need to get control of myself. But it happens to everybody. It does. And if you say it doesn't, you're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So true. Yeah. I know plenty of times for my husband, it definitely, it happens. So I don't know if we get to a certain age and our bowels just, they're done. I've always been like that. Have you? I mean, not as bad as I am now, but my whole life. Yeah. Weird, yeah. just weird stomach, strange, yeah. strange reactions. Yeah. Now, Rachel, you have our twisted PSA for us today. How can you help? I do. And this is real life. And I wish I could say this it only happened to me once, but it's been several oh, times. So, you know, when you're like at work or another public p- restroom, any public restroom. Yeah. <laughs> they've got like the huge plastic thing on the wall with the two big, huge toilet paper rolls on it. I was in the stall and I think I immediately texted you. Um, I'm in the stall using the bathroom and I reach over to pull the toilet paper and you know how you like pull it and like kind of swipe up and rip it off. Mm -hmm. When I did that whole plastic thing fell off the wall. So like I catch it and I'm just like (laughs) holding this huge like toilet paper. I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I set it down? I still need toilet paper. Like what's happening here? Um, Yeah. So I almost uh, got taken out by the plastic toilet paper holder what did you decide to do did you just lay it on the ground I did I just yeah. set it down yeah so. yeah there's not much room in the stalls unless you go into no. the handicap and sometimes I do because I need some space uh-huh. <laughs> some or you, space. when you have kids in tow oh you know. yeah yeah I do really prefer like at Bucky's the same oh my stall. gosh I wish I that everyone would go to that with the like so I'm in my own little pooping bubble. island yeah have bubble poop bubble <laughs> oh you should advertise that on their signs at gas stations poop bubble have your own poop bubble 
So the moral of that story, don't be so crazy with the yeah, TP. Like, Could you have done down. anything to prevent it? I don't know. I don't know if I just aggressively rip off toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever you're in a public restroom <laughs> and the toilet paper is the person in front of you used it, but then they, it is like they aggressively pulled on it and um, it's like dangling on there when you go. Mm-hmm. Do you discard the the sheets that were laying on the floor or do you use oh, them? Oh, if it's touched the floor, I mean, it's my butt, I shouldn't care, but if it's touched the floor, I'm probably, I'm going to start with the fresh, a fresh, a like fresh square. Do you also have this, like those big rolls of toilet paper? Have you ever fought with the toilet paper? Like oh, you're trying yeah. to tear it off and you've got like now paper confetti to wipe your yes. butt with. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> There's sure. literally some of those toilet dispensers. There's no way not to end up with like confetti. And so right. you're, Nelson's like, what took so long? And I was like- Piece of toilet paper together. Toilet paper. <laughs> but why? Why do they have to be so cheap with the, the toilet paper? I don't know. I mean, they put them in those big rounds. At least right. it could be good quality. Give us at least two ply. Well, thank you guys all for listening to us today. We'd love to uh, hear about any of your poo nightmares on (laughs) our Instagram or Facebook page. Uh, Next week's episode will be our game day episode once a month. We'll do a game day with um, one or more of our friends. So we're looking forward to uh, getting to be with Lene on next week's episode. Why every time I'm recording at some point I have to burp? I don't know. I try to do it quietly, but the freaking mic's right there. Thank you for tuning in to Life with a Twist podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode on Fridays at 7 p.m. Central Time on all podcast platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button and maybe even leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Life with a Twist Pod. We'll see you in the next episode.